Welcome to the Ketamine Wellness Center's podcast. This is Jamil. I head up the marketing and media here at KWC. We operate multiple clinics under the name Ketamine Wellness Centers. We've been in business since 2011, performed over 10,000 infusions, and have achieved excellent success rates in treating chronic pain conditions and treatment-resistant depression. With us today are three patients who have undergone ketamine infusions and have been generous enough to share their experiences with us. Lately, we've been hearing a lot about ketamine as an effective treatment option for these conditions, but what's usually missing from all the media exposure and the more science-focused style of coverage is the actual infusion experience itself, like as described by the patients. And not just hearing about a single account, but hearing about it from different types of patients. Our patients come to us from all walks of life and identities and struggles, so we're here today to try and carve out some more nuance and some more context in order to try and humanize ketamine therapy because it's so often framed in a way where the breakthrough clinical aspect of it really overshadows everything else. Anyway, with us today are the, th the three patients that I'm referring to. Um, Kayla, Alex, and Shara, thanks again for coming on today. Um, we'll go ahead and start with Kayla, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself, uh, the condition which you're being treated for, and how long you've been a ketamine patient. My name is Kayla, and I am being treated for treatment-resistant depression. Uh, I have been a patient for almost two years now. Great. How about you, Shara? Yes, I'm Shara, and I suffer from treatment-resistant depression and multiple depressive disorder, and I've actually been a patient for over four years. And last but not least, Alex. Hello, I'm Alex, also being treated for treatment-resistant depression, and I've been a patient for uh, approaching two years now. Great. Uh, we got a lot of depression in the house, though. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or we did. Um, so, you know, understandably, a lot of people ask, what does ketamine feel like? And maybe the reason that they're asking that is because of the dissociative elements and properties that people tend to focus on. Um, but I think that it's kind of a good question. It's a good start for us anyway, to sort of ask, like, what, what does it feel like? Definitely. I think a lot of people don't know what to expect at all when going into it. Um, and until you experience, you really can't know for sure but experiencing it you know you feel different things I don't know about if you feel the same way I know for me um, what was really important for me to help describe my experience was the way that I felt before ketamine mm -hmm. and feeling completely hopeless and suicidal and devastated and non-functioning and the heavy heavy weight of depression um, after having relief from that, I had relief even after my first infusion and I was in so much pain, um, emotionally, mentally, even physically, um, when I got here, um, before I had ketamine that I was willing to do anything. And after having the first ketamine infusion, I actually began to cry because I felt like a weight of a 50 pound wet blanket had been lifted off of me and so my chest my head my brain my heart um, all those emotions felt activated again and kind of healed and hopeful that there was something that finally felt different and better and some relief from that heavy weight of depression that i had suffered with for so long 
my first treatment, of course, you know, the dosing is so tailored for each patient that I felt it mainly in my body, kind of felt kind of a heavy kind of numbness to my body. But then as I was watching, I think I was watching some beach ocean waves going back and forth on the TV screen in a very comfortable recliner where I had lots of pillows and a blanket. My mind, as I was watching the TV screen, my mind started to go different places and feel different emotions. And it was a safe way to do that. That wasn't emotionally painful like it had been before. And then as the treatments went on, I started to feel you know, more experiences, and which I can share as we go along. Um, I love the infusions. They're something to look forward to for me now. Um, and I think no small part of that is the clinical atmosphere that Ketamine Wellness Centers tries to establish and, and really develop for their patients. Um, they make it a very, very safe environment where you're free to go into whatever experience is, is going to pop up during the treatments. Um, for the most part, I, I typically have fun with it just because that's the sort of person I am. I know I'm going to be in a room with the medic for two hours and you know I, I know they're being paid to be there, but at the same time, I don't need the awkward human experience. So <laughs> I typically just try to have some fun um, lighthearted conversation with them but even as the effects come on heavy things do get brought up and you will find yourself becoming very emotional uh, but it's always in a very safe place with the the team that they have here Uh, i do remember not like to think back on where i was when i first started i was in the the midst of the fog of a depression where just the days blend together Uh, experiences don't really stand out from one another. So I don't particularly remember that much from from the beginning of it, other than it was pretty early on that that I did start to get relief from those symptoms and I came out of the fog and, and started to be able to see, function, think clearly, which has been a, a great boon for me. Uh, I do remember pretty vivid uh, feelings of paranoia in the beginning, just because you're so vulnerable in this chair as they as they introduce what they promise is ketamine into your system. But <laughs> I'm not trained in that. I don't really know what it is that they're doing, and so there is a lot of trust that you have to have in in the team that they've built, which they they work for and they earn that trust. But for those very first few infusions. I remember feeling very much uh, clockwork orange status of not really knowing what type of experiment they may or may not be running on me. But um, after having gone through the the infusions and learning what to expect, what my own subjective experience through it is, uh, it's a blast for me now. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy the entire the entire duration of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, not being a patient myself, I could imagine at least the first time during your first stabilization appointment, your first experience with ketamine um, as, a, as a treatment, as a therapy, you you must feel some sense of what is going to happen to me, what am I going to, what am I going to experience, what am I going to feel like afterwards, but how about subsequent treatments? 
does each treatment feel different than the others? Uh, do you recognize if you go certain periods of time um, that the treatment itself varies or the effects even? Is, can you speak to uh, sort of repetition and, and what to expect? For me, uh, what really guides the experience of the infusion is the music I listen to. So if I'm listening to music with, you know, some water sounds, sometimes I feel like I'm kind of floating down a river and it's really peaceful. Um, and a lot of times that'll kind of guide me to where I go. Um, I've been to uh, different ketamine providers just because I've moved a lot. And I have had experiences where, you know, someone wasn't in the room um, and I got uncomfortable, I got nauseous and, you know, they weren't there to help me. But that's not something that you have to hear at all. Um, so it's always been really peaceful um, and just let the music guide you. And it's really something I also look forward to. I know for me, one thing that helped my experience during the infusion was actually the original uh, screening process that I went through before I had my treatments. Um, they spent a lot of time with me. First, they did like a medical history review, which they asked a lot of really good questions. And then they just broke it down and educated me on exactly what would happen, what the environment would look like, what would what would take place, what my nurse was there for, even down to the dosing that they were gonna give me. Um, and then the psychological screening actually felt very supportive and I knew that she understood what I was going through and knew that I was appropriate candidate and that this was gonna be really helpful. So of course on my first, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but the way that I was taken care of by the staff, um, first things, just the setting of the room and the chair and the TV and the way that nurses just made sure that I was so comfortable and just kind of walked me through everything that was happening. Um, nothing felt made me feel too anxious. Um, I've had quite a few infusions now. Um, I followed the protocol that they gave me and yeah, I would say each treatment is a little bit of a different experience. And that is what's so amazing is that things can be brought to the surface and memories can happen um, that maybe were uncomfortable or maybe you had a, I had a loss or um, a problem with a bad relationship or a memory from my childhood. And as I was able, it's like that experience was resolved in itself. It was almost like having about 15 hours of psychotherapy within a one hour ketamine <laughs> infusion. And my, my brain, even like symptoms of PTSD where you can, you may remember or see a, a flashback of some kind, but it's like watching it on a movie screen. So it's not physically painful where it just paralyzes you and, and that memory is traumatizing. It's actually like you watch it and then you see that you're way back from it. And that's like, okay, this is okay. This happened, but it's not in control of me now. Um, and that's why I think even symptoms of anxiety and PTSD can be helped. Um, and I know that, you know, when I have felt maybe fidgety or anxious at any time, um, my nurses were so right next to me or so right and just knew exactly what to either say or not to say or do or not to do to make sure I could ride it through or be made sure I felt comfortable and that I was safe and then that would pass. Mm. Um, even down to slowing the infusion down a little bit or even speeding it up or just comforting me, letting me know, you know, 
I'm fine and yeah. everything. Which goes the way to it's having to be. someone in the room with you yes. at all times so that you can indicate to the tech Not like this is this that, is a bit yeah. much. It's feeling I feel like you know, I, the surge just went up or something like that yeah. and then they can make that adjustment right there and then. Yes, keep exactly. Making sure that we, it, we're trying to make keep things consistent on our end, right? Yeah. And then for you, each treatment might be different, but we don't want to ever be adding or creating another layer of anxiety based on what we're doing. Exactly. And and whether it's a, a RN or whatever that person is, they have to be specially trained in use, you know, how ketamine affects people with depression. So anybody might be familiar with using ketamine in a, another type of setting, a hospital setting or something, but as an to use it for to, pain. Yeah, yeah, as an anesthetic, but to use it for someone in a diluted infusion over a period of time and what those feelings might be and what might be happening, that person has to be trained in in that and be very supportive and you know make you feel very safe and comfortable and supported um, because you're in that vulnerable state and that's what makes ketamine wellness centers so amazing as well it's the, the care that you get mm -hmm. it's a really good point about about the tech treating it treating what needs to be treated versus just administering an infusion of ketamine right exactly. understanding the patient and what they're what they're dealing with mm -hmm. alex yeah it, it i would like to sort of just echo a lot of what shara said in terms of uh, how fantastic it is to have someone in the room who as a patient living with depression for years and years and years, you begin to lose this sense that anyone on the professional side of it legitimately cares or, or is doing anything other than just their minimum to collect their paycheck or, or maintain their reputation. Uh, but the level of treatment that I've gotten from the medics and the people who sit in during the, the infusion, I would say, is, is just as good as any uh, psychoanalyst. Um, and then also I, I do find treatment progresses because as, as things get welled up, they do become resolved. Mm -hmm. uh, I know for me, like uh, most of my issues stem from just, uh, tr like years of abusive relationships and, and in, in Genesis relationships of, of abuse, uh, just stemming back to the, the whole family dynamic. I would go to seek out further abusive relationships as I grew in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I, I remember just very poignant moments throughout my treatment of, of recognizing um, the abuser versus me. And that was, mm -hmm. I, I know that to be subject to abuse as a child, you, you internalize that so powerfully. And to be able to put that down finally and recognize that that's no, that's not on me, and I I, I did nothing to warrant that. Um, really puts it like, just puts it like closes a door on on that chapter of my struggle. Mm -hmm. And so from there on out, every subsequent infusion has has let me deal with with you know finer details of what it is that irks me. And I understand a, a lifetime of dealing with these sorts of issues is. Uh, you, your brain develops habits and patterns and, and functionality pathologies that are still going to be present, even though you've sort of dealt with the, I, I guess, the, the core of uh, the, the crux of the problem, um, even or the, 
No, it's it's the difference between you know knowing a thing versus living a thing or or being able to function. It's you know mm -hmm. like e an easier said than done kind of moment. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's it's. I, I understand that even though I have I have resolved any number of these issues just due to the developed brain chemistry over over living a life of it, I still go through the infusions. I still find a lot of help in it. But yeah, every every time I feel as though I get to focus on something slightly different in in the infusions or um, work on personality traits that I'm trying to improve character defects that that I'm trying to find where they stem from. So yeah, the, the, they all sort of follow a somewhat similar pattern, just in terms of uh, my subjective experience of the effects of the drug. Uh, but at the same time, it is an evolution. It's not at random. Yeah, yeah I think for me, it's kind of similar to that, but I've never really gone back to memories. Um, I do often have epiphanies and kind of go different places, but I've more gone to more hypotheticals um, and kind of just different places, places that relax me, but I kind of just would, you know, that thinking would happen and it'd be more clear than, you know, ever before. And I realized something that, you know, I should have realized, but I made it so much easier to realize in that state of like being so calm and peaceful and, you know, open and vulnerable even. Mm -hmm. For sure. And it sounds like you know, everyone is experiencing breakthroughs while they're while they're in the middle of treatment. In addition to what's actually happening with your neural pathways and all the more you know right. sciency sort of uh, aspects of it. Um, so I, I guess my final question is: Do you have any recommendations for folks um, if you were to advise someone on like what? What are things that can help that person, that individual who has a smooth treatment or a smoother treatment, particularly if they're uh, feeling, you know, very like a, 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 some level of anxiety prior to going into a treatment or even prior to considering, um, you know, this is an option? Well, I think if you find a clinic like Ketamine Wellness Centers, if you can't come to Ketamine Wellness Centers, you definitely want to tell what your concerns are and what can we do to help you through that we even have i know that for me um there were even things such as guided imagery or mm -hmm. hypno hypnosis relaxation before a treatment to just get in a spot even before the iv was placed where i was completely calm and relaxed um for me down to what i pick to watch on the tv um, is really important. I have this thing where I like to watch the animal uh, or the planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I have my own blankets that I bring from home. And I actually, we have a lot, they always have lots of pillows and different things, but I'll bring actual my own pillowcases so that my pillow is really soft and comfortable. Sure. And you wouldn't think this, but actually something that really helps for me is to be really hydrated because the, the IV is very easy to get and then the ketamine just it runs smoother and is absorbed in your body better when you're not dehydrated um, making sure don't drink alcohol the, the day before a treatment um, make sure that you're you know for me my time is managed that I'm not trying to race from my job to go get an infusion mm -hmm. I have to have time to you know prepare and not be 
transitioning from one stressful event and then try to just yeah. stop and, and have an infusion. Right. Um, so those are some of my details that, that help my experience. Great. Thank you. I definitely agree with the rushing. I never really actually realized that until now, but anytime I've been rushing to an infusion, they haven't been quite as peaceful. Um, but definitely, you know, like you said, the, the music really guides me more than the visual. Some people like to look at things. I kind of like to close my eyes and really go into it uh, and just listen to the music. But I mean, honestly, once I sit in that chair, kind of the anxieties go away. It's hard for me to make a recommendation just yeah. because I can only imagine that everyone is, is undergoing their own personal struggles. Sure. Well, like what, what, what works for you then? For me, what works is, is absolutely finding something, uh, try to find some serenity, just to find a really peaceful place to be. And for me, that doesn't, it involves music. It involves uh, nature scenes. You know, I love, I love the ocean, the beach. So I always like to just have, generic youtube video of beach beach scene playing there's <laughs> no shortage uh, of those yeah absolutely so it's I'm pretty easily sated on that desire um and then to just i i always like to banter back and forth with the technician yeah just because it is uh we're both undergoing a, a pretty potent human experience and and so i i like to be, it's what I need to do to develop trust and faith in that individual, that that I am in good hands, that they're legitimately concerned about what my needs are for the next hour, hour and 45 minutes, however long it takes, and ultimately to just give into it, to let it happen, yeah. to learn and know that there are experiences in life that you have no immediate direct control over, you've already exerted your control in and going through screening, showing up to the appointment, doing all that you needed to do to get to this moment where you can just let it go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think like an, an important point you're making, Alex, is the necessity for there to be compassion on the level of um, the tech who's with you and as well as everyone else who might be, um, you know, part of this uh, this process that you're, that you're undergoing. Yeah, and it's... It, the offices are like no other medical experience I've ever had in, in that I don't feel as though I'm just uh, a face associated to a number mm. and that they're just trying to pass me off to the next rung on the chain sure. where uh, it is very, it is incredibly compassionate. And I think this type of breakthrough therapy really has to be, can't, it can't be coming from a cold clinical place. If no. You know, you have you really have to be in this for the right reasons. This the same goes for the patient in addition to the provider. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely agree. Cool. Well, are there any other points any any of you wanted to bring up here that we didn't get to touch on today? I mean, I guess feeding on that, it's just during the infusions. You know, I've had some of the most least judgmental conversations you know they do it does feel like they really care mm. and they're listen and you know even if you're kind of there uh if you're kind of floating um you know they're there and they're listening and you don't feel judged at all and you just it's really nice because it feels peaceful you don't always get that in every interaction great yeah. well um 
If that's it, then uh, I'd like to thank uh, each of you for bearing a bit of yourselves and sharing your experiences. Um, I'm sure all our, our audience will appreciate it. Um, if you like what we're doing, uh, feel free to check us out at ketaminewellnesscenters.com. And if you like what we're doing in regards to these podcasts, you know, you can find us on your favorite podcast app, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, or Google. And we also drop podcasts onto the website if you don't want to get involved with any of that mess. Um, but if you do, please rate and review us on iTunes. And thank you for listening.